spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of the universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 460. This is our review of the mid-season premiere of Supergirl, which will be episode 10 of season 3, Leg- uh, Legion of Superheroes. That I'm thing your host, they David promised. C. Robertson. That is, that, yeah, that thing they promised. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Koss. Hi. I interrupt people. <laughs> yeah, you knew I was laughing, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> laughing to keep from crying, buddy. Yay. There's no <laughs> tension here. We love each other. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I don't secretly right. have a death squad outside of his house right now. Why would you have a death squad outside of my house? I just watched Arrow a minute ago. Oh, okay. I'm just being inspired. Go ahead. Right. Well, you want to you wanna dive into this episode of Supergirl? Like, she's still in a coma. Uh, Brainiac 5 helping her out inside of her head, trying to get her out of her own... Her own uh, consciousness i mm-hmm. guess and into yeah. the real world trying to talk her out of her rain issues back up. into the real things yeah. yeah yeah rain mucking it up yeah 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 um i had a good time yeah yeah i enjoyed it i um what's his name uh jesse something oh graph maybe Is that right maybe i don't know i'm sorry um <laughs> forgot his name <laughs> but yeah like the rain act five guy i really liked him like uh-huh. really liked him but yeah. that makeup still looks a little silly. It looks better. The makeup looks better than it did in the in in the picture. Yeah, I, I like that is the weirdest thing to me is like it still looks a little silly. I still kind of wish it was like more formed and and less kind of like it looks patchy in a weird way. It, it's like it's hard to identify what's weird about this, but it's somehow off-putting. And I feel like they chose like the least flattering shot possible for that. Maybe yeah, little moment. I I it's. It was confusing. But yeah, he did a great job, man. I really enjoyed him. He's very charming. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Um like as long as he's around, I'm 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 down. And he said something that uh I don't know. I'm I might 
feel like they might actually change his makeup and change his form a little bit. I get the feeling the Legion, or at least this iteration of the Legion, is going to be around in Supergirl for a minute. I think so. I mean, I don't uh, know how long and, and how in-depth, but they've definitely got a lot to work with. I just also want to take the moment to point out that we brought in like a Legion of Heroes and we've subtracted Guardian. Just just uh-huh. pointing out what the hell happened to Guardian. That's all. I, I would say what the hell happened to James Olsen. <laughs> just overall yeah like is he still serving a purpose on this show i kind of feel like and i'm not being like i like the i like the actor i like i like the character for that matter but we haven't done anything with him in a long time and i feel like this uh lena uh james storyline is a little bit uh shoehorned in um i, I don't just know to give james something to do I feel like they're trying to give Lena and James something to do when they really should just probably get rid of James and tell Lena that Kara is Supergirl and be done with it. I, it would be nice if, if it went that expediently, but um, they're making so much out of her name that you, you, yeah. you got to feel like they're just heading that direction. And on the way, she's going to have something with James and that's going to end up being like a moment of huge betrayal and blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Uh, like I get where they're going, but it's it's it is a little annoying to watch. Like James is a great character, and the whole Guardian thing with James and Wynn was was pretty great. I I just it's kind of it's a little frustrating to see that just disappear. Yeah, it is really frustrating. But yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, you know the bit in this episode where um, he stumbles about and then tells her Kara is sick, and she was like, "My best friend is sick. Why wouldn't you tell me that?" Mm-hmm. You know. I, uh, I'm like, oh gosh, they're going to hold a mirror up to that when she finds that she's Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, now, which, it, you know, it does I, make for one of the most delightful exchanges in the episode where it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hank had to sit there and listen to conversations about James kissing prowess. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah. I, specifically how hard Kara laughs at this at the end of the episode was, was really rewarding. It was. And you know what? She she killed it. She killed it. Like I, I completely believed Yes. Yes. I completely believe she was Jean pretending to be Kara, being completely awkward. Yep. It was awesome. She's done a good job of that before too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I there's something I loved about this episode that I think you probably hated, but I'm a little uh could not be more curious. Yeah. Um the moment when the the Legion shows up and and Bon Jovi starts blasting was maybe my favorite scene of the entire series. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot to like about that moment. And of course, I don't like the Bon Jovi part because that's just not me. Yeah. But how did you get to that accolade? Like, I don't know. I was just so happy and... I'm not even a Bon Jovi fan. Like, I don't consider myself at all a Bon Jovi fan. I'm just sort of like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, they're out there. But, um, I don't know. It just makes me so happy that Monel is so into that. Like, I'm just like, why? Why are you so into Bon Jovi? <laughs> but this is, like, the most fun I've had on the show. It's just, like, I wasn't expecting it. Like, I remember that he had mentioned it. Yeah. And, yeah. and or uh, Saturn Girl had mentioned it. Like, oh, yeah, he got us into Bon Jovi. And then, you know, just all of oh, a sudden... Oh, she even, just... like, charms him into We've Gotta Get Back in the Fight with Bon Jovi lyrics. Mm-hmm. It, I, like, I get it. And it was a cool, it was a cool pull-through, it was a good theme thing. I, I get it. It's just, like, 
it's obviously not the band I would have chosen. Not my style. But the band aside, it was a really cool moment. <laughs> it just made me laugh it so hard. It was just a, it was, it was a really cool moment. <laughs> but it did make me oh, cringe. If, if you were thinking that I was like sitting on my couch watching this and cringing, you were, you were correct. I heard the music and was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still a cool moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I like that they're continuing on with the stronger together theme. I, I, oh, I enjoy that. Yeah. I like that. I mean, that so much so that like, it was almost like episode two, which was called, like, this is episode two of season one was called stronger together. That was almost like the real pilot because yeah. they've carried, they've carried stronger together throughout the, the rest of the series. Right. Um, and I like that they're using it for rain now. Mm-hmm. With the preacher, with there being more world killers and, um, yeah, the the preacher and you know, evil mama hologram, right? Um, <laughs> I, I I kind of am and like I'm enjoying that story a little bit. Like the this is a preacher who was all in on Supergirl, whatever has been dictated. It it seems like he she's not part of the prophecy and and he kind of picks another direction. Like you know, in a way, it does remind me of Smallville though, with all the stuff on the walls in the cave. Uh huh. Like in a good yeah, way. That was that. a that was a cool backstory. That was a cool yeah. What four seasons they dealt with that more? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, which I I liked that in Smallville. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that was one of those neat uh, moments where they kind of added, uh, like added something to the canon that you could give it or you could take it, but it it was fine and it's theirs and it worked and it was cool. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I were to make my own definitive version of the mythos, I don't think I would include it. But you could um, give or take. That, that's yeah. actually what I appreciate about it is that it's it kind of works in a bubble in a weird way. Yeah, I, I think um, if I'm not if I'm remembering correctly, I think Superman Birthright did it with Mark Wade and Little Francis Hugh, but uh, I might be wrong. They might not have done that part, but they did incorporate a lot of the Smallville stuff into Superman's past that I really enjoyed. Birthright's um, one of those I've been meaning to read, and I haven't. Oh, solid. I know it's solid. It's good. I know it's it's. Um, like number and four say that, on the list of things yeah. I'm meaning to read. I say that as as not a fan of the artist who drew it. Like I just he I mean, you know, he's good, but I don't like something about his style. And I think part of that was because he liked to do he might not do that anymore, and I can't remember if he did it on Birthright. Mm-hmm. But for a long time he would draw like when he was doing X Men comics, he did this thing where like they would just like he, they didn't ink his, his stuff. Like he preferred for it to be like penciled and then colored over the pencils. Mm-hmm. I just hated that. It was <laughs> awful. Okay. Anyway, it amounts to something entirely different. Sure. Um, you know what? I like that the, the, that Alex went back and said, Cara Danvers is my favorite person again. Mm-hmm. I like I that. Like I like that, that she there. apologizes for like trying to tell Cara, like, don't, don't be Cara. I need you to be an alien yeah. right now. Right. Cause Kara is Supergirl, you know, like without Kara, it's the same with Clark. Like the important thing about Superman is that, you know, the Kents raised him to be the, the man he is. One of the reasons right. I've like, had issues with Man of Steel in the past. That learned um, humanity is the only thing that keeps him from being pretty much the guy in Injustice. Mm-hmm. That's like my so, favorite part of the Superman story is is just that he can learn this morality and, and I, I love it. Like the nature versus nurture argument is is so much fun for me. Yeah, and I mean that's I, I like where they're going with this. Like, you know, I kind of felt like it was they could have just completely solved it uh, earlier this season when she shows up at the bar and everything. But 
Cara Danvers is is very important to Supergirl. There is no Supergirl without Cara Danvers, and uh, that's that's one of the reasons I really liked that. Like she tried to get out of like her little mindscape or whatever with her Supergirl powers. She tried to get through the door with all of her Supergirl powers, blasting with heat vision and super grabbing with super strength. Couldn't do it. The only way she could get out was as Kara. Like yeah. she had to like remember who she who she was. Like she did the she internal is. version of a super flare, even and nothing. Yeah, because Kara Danvers is is really the person who gives Supergirl strength. Right. I dug all of that. Oh, absolutely. I really thought that was good. Like that was well done. And I love that Brainiac tried to make himself look better in her head. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I, a lot of their interaction was great. It, it's like out of the four and a half million versions of us meeting, I, I didn't think it'd go like this, that kind of thing. And um, yeah, like later when she says like, "You, you looked taller," and, and he like exposits it wonderfully. Like, are you suggesting that I <laughs> made myself look taller so I could be more trustworthy and blah blah blah? Because that happened. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything about Ruby and Samantha? You think you think Ruby's going to wind up uh, being Samantha's anchor? I mean, probably because that's how these things have to work. But I, I stand by my belief that Ruby will be uh, Samantha's anchor, bring her back to herself, but make her sacrifice herself for some awful thing that she set in motion, and then Ruby will wind up with Alex. That's a good call. I'm going to offer a different version just for the hell of it. Ruby's the reason that when it comes down to it. Supergirl doesn't actually kill Rain. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure the oh. two things that we just said are not, like, I'm not sure they're exclusive. Those could both happen together, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Maybe she winds up in a coma at the end, and Ruby stays with Alex because Samantha has to find herself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go deal with me for a minute. Can you parent for a bit? I'm going to take some time off. <clears throat> it's okay. I, no. put in, I put in a vacation request. We're good. Right. I think that's all I have. Uh, let me see. Uh, stroll. Oh, you notes. know what? Do you? I I have a question for you. Oh shoot. Monel says I still care about you. There was a little friction there. You think Saturn Girl's gonna die? You think uh, Monel's still gonna Monel's gonna be with Supergirl? Is like they can't like they can't split up a marriage. Like that's a, that seems like a pretty good marriage. No, they seem solid. Like, um, and Saturn Girl is entirely charming. Yeah, like. Also, what did I miss? What did I miss on, mm-hmm. like, they use extraordinary technology to fix Supergirl. But is it just, okay. like, is it just Kryptonian? Because, like, Saturn Girl has this gash on her head now, and uh, Alex has her tibia snapped. I, but, but can they not do anything for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Dang it. Now I'm annoyed with the episode. <laughs> I'm not even that annoyed with it. I just assume I missed something about how it's like, oh, no, this is a Kryptonian pod. We can fix Kryptonians with this. Nothing else. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know. Bottom line was, like, there is a lot of fun stuff happening in this re-premiere. Uh-huh. I, I was pretty excited watching it, man. I Like, I enjoyed the episode. It was a lot of fun to... It, if nothing else, it was... How rewarding did it feel to, like, watch Monel and Saturn Girl float up in front of the ship? Like, from, pretty cool. From a few years ago when we just like saw a, a weird L on a ring and thought, <gasps> no, you know, like we've, we've yeah. come a long way <laughs> and I feel like we, I feel like we traveled and we found our reward. 
Yeah, sort of. I I still don't like their costumes. I really dig their costumes. I want to I want to see, you know, I want to see Legion of Superhero costumes that are at least indicative of how close Supergirl's costume is to her comic book counterparts. Like I honestly you know, I, I, I don't, don't We've done this Matrix shit before. I'm tired of it. See, that's I not, see more that's Brian not Singer Matrix X-Men. shit to me. Like Matrix shit to me is like patent leather shiny crap. This was like okay. leather that that's fine. made sense on a body. Okay, how about I don't, I don't want to see any more Brian Singer X-Men stuff. Okay, yep, I can deal with that. Like, no for a minute, every objection. superhero had to be like head-to-toe black. Yeah. And I'm like, I, 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 <laughs> that doesn't make them look cooler to me. <laughs> I wear all black sometimes, most of the, well, I used to a lot. but <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I have a black leather coat that I live in through the winter. I get it. I never felt particularly cool. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's not about image. That is how I keep my body safe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how this works. it has a hoodie, man. I mean, we're not, this is function. Well, I, no, I say saying, that like, as an Alabamian in the winter where we're like, oh my God, 30 degrees. Yeah, I understand where we are. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking about superheroes, man. I just, I don't, I don't need my superheroes to look like we look when we're cold. Yeah. I, that's all. That's... <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, uh, kryptonite's still around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There was like a small portion of it, and I guess we're going to use it. And apparently, if you stab rain in the neck with it, it's a real problem. But like in the way that a hangover is a problem. Like she got better uh-huh. after a while. Uh huh. She was fine. That was weird. It was weird, but it made sense. I mean, it's not going to kill them. I mean, you have to put it like directly in an aorta for it to kill them. You like you you just I, I, she's going to recover. Yeah, you know, I you know by and large stand by the. But because I would, uh, the Superman the animated series version of that, where you know Batman holds up a tiny sliver and goes, and Superman almost falls over, and he goes, "Does it take much? Does it?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I've seen a lot of iterations of this. I you know watched Lex Luthor put a whole chain with a big old rock of kryptonite around Superman's neck and kick him into some water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no, I I kind of enjoyed that. Like their version of jumping rain involved a kryptonite attack that ultimately mm-hmm. didn't work because they underestimated what she's capable of. Like that that was that's solid. That's building a baddie. That's good. Yeah. I think my favorite uh They actually have built addition... a, a hell of a baddie this season, if I'm if I'm thinking about it now. Like we're talking about a person who beat Supergirl I mean, just into a street. Like redesigned that street around her uh-huh. freaking head. And then apparently Kryptonite she can like it hurts, but she can shrug it off. Yeah. I'm not sure. Shrug would be necessarily the right word, but uh, I'm gonna go with it. It was on her shoulders, and it wasn't anymore. It's like a shrug <laughs> with arms. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can. What the hell was I even saying? I don't, I don't know. even know. Um, I, Jason, yeah. the interrupter, did my thing. <laughs> well done, I guess. I think that's it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but it's okay. It wasn't probably that important. Yeah, I'm I good. have self-esteem issues. All right, so uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of DC On Screen. Uh, you can find every episode for free at dconscreen.com. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, in partnership with TV Time, we tweet at DC On Screen. I personally tweet at David C. Robertson. I don't, uh, Jason only tweets on occasion 
uh, at DC on screen. But um, yeah, we hope to see you back for the rest of the reviews and for our weekly uh, news opinion show. So <laughs> until then, guys, keep some DC on your screen. All right. Uh, hey, so um, before we go on to the next episode, I, I kind of want to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, so last, like when when I watched Supergirl and Alex said she broke her tibia, right? And then a few minutes ago, when you said that Rain mm-hmm. broke her tibia, I had exactly the same reaction. Like I had forgotten about the first time, and I I had the same reaction both times. I I thought you guys were both. I thought you guys both said she broke her titty. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, Why? I I, I kind of wanted to say it on the show, but I I, I kind of felt like you beautiful fool. Because <laughs> you took me off guard. With that. So I, I kind of wanted to say it on the show, but I wasn't I wasn't sure if like I should or not. No, no, that no, that was that was a missed opportunity. That was like if you can, I I demand you go back and add this now. <laughs> Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time. TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Look around you, that car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.